Today I want to talk about vices. So like crutches, right? And I want to talk about vices, but I don't want to talk about like the typical things you think of when you think about a vice, right? I'm not talking about, you know, sex, alcohol, smoking. I'm not talking about the obvious vices. I'm talking about the little everyday crutches and vices that we cling to and that we're starting to rely on that we don't even know we're there or we don't realize are as harmful as they are. So I want to ask you, do you, before I go into it and I start sparking ideas and things, do you think you have any vices right off the bat? Anything in your mind every day that, that um, you know, you're, you're like, I have to get this done. I have to do this every day to feel this way. If I don't do this, this happens. Any little vices. Think about that. And I'll give you some examples. So first vice that I would consider a crutch would be coffee, right? I need to have my morning coffee or I'm going to be a bitch all day, right? Sometimes, sometimes that's a thing. Um, sleeping pills, right? I need to have my pills before bed or I'm going to get an awful sleep and not be able to work tomorrow, right? Um, wine when you get home. I'm unwinding. I had a rough day. I need a glass of wine, right? That's advice. Those are the things that I'm talking about. They're not necessarily bad in nature and there's no real negative effect thinking about them, right? I'm not condemning coffee drinking here, but what's, what's happening is you become reliant on these things and reliant on X for X outcome, right? I need coffee to have a good day. I need my pills to get to sleep. I need my wine to unwind, right? I need this in order to feel this. I need this or this goes to shit. If I don't have this, something bad will happen, right? And there, there's, whether you know it or not, there's something in your day-to-day -day life that is falling in this category of what I'm calling a vice, okay? So really get the brain working and see where it is for you. Okay. And, and the reason we want to look out for these things, ladies, is because when you do become reliant on them, right, it's now these external things are bringing you internal validation. And now those things have the power to make you feel a certain way, have the power to make you have a good day, have the power to make you have a bad day, right? We've given away our own personal responsibility and power by saying that these things are the things that cause us X. The, 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 they are directly responsible for certain outcomes. And so we're relying on them. We're dependent on them. And, and we've lost our control to different degrees, right? Some of you will know I've lost, you've lost complete control. Some of you like, no, I can see where, I, where it's, it's holding me back. So um, what we have to do here is realize, you know, one day if that vice isn't around or something doesn't go according to plan, what happens? Well, then that outcome won't happen. That outcome that you, you've associated with doesn't happen. And what you've done is you've cheated yourself out of the opportunity to learn how to produce that thing, that outcome, that feeling, or prevent that bad thing from happening on your own because you put it onto something else. Whether that's as simple as a cup of coffee or we're going all the way to our the big bites like alcohol, right? So when you can no longer produce the outcome by yourself, right? it tends to make things fall apart, right? When things don't go according to plan, you struggle to continue. You struggle to get up and do something, right? So whatever this vice is for you, if you haven't thought of it yet, keep thinking. There's something there where it, it's attached to an outcome and you either consciously or subconsciously believe that without this thing, that outcome can't happen. So now we're out control, we're out the power, 
And now we're also out the opportunity to know how to produce that outcome ourselves, right? And what we've done, ladies, with our vices and these crutches that we have, okay? What we've done is we've created our very own weakness, right? We were born in this world with weaknesses. You know, the advantages and disadvantages we have in our life causes our weaknesses. But this is one weakness that you actually created yourself, which is crazy. So you've created this weakness in yourself. Um, and it can even be, it can even be the fact that you're really reliant on a routine. You have like this ritualistic or religious routine that you follow where if, if you can't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you have a bad day. You're unproductive. You fall apart. You don't know what to do. You can't get back on track, right? It can even be like that. It could be a, a thing that was supposed to be good. Now you have too much dependence on, right? So, you know, if you're somebody who, um, who really focuses on routine, like I need to wake up at this time and then do this at this time and then this and then this and then this and you're super regimented in a, either an obsessive way or a way that if it doesn't play out, you get thrown off. That's what I'm talking about as well. These things are taking away the opportunity to learn how to produce things um, in a flexible way, right? Because so practically, ladies, how does this affect us? So practically, if, if you're having some type of vice in your life, um, the, this tends to be some side effects, okay? So side effect number one is the all or nothing mentality, okay? So the all or nothing mentality, you've probably heard this before. If you can't be perfect, if you can't go all in, you do nothing, right? Who would say that they fall on that, right? I'm either going to eat perfectly, I'm going to work out perfectly, I'm going to pray perfectly, I'm going to meditate perfectly, I'm going to talk to my husband perfectly. And then if, we, if one thing goes wrong, if we skip our workout, then we stop eating right, we stop talking, we stop doing everything right? You're all in or you're all out. That is, a, that, is, um, that is a side effect of being inflexible, of being rigid, because you've relied on these vices to produce outcomes for you. And when that vice doesn't produce the outcome anymore, or that vice wasn't used, now we don't know what to do. So that's side effect number one, okay? So if that's you, keep listening. Side effect number two um, is if you find that you are guilty or anxious, over how you act. So you do something or you don't do something and you feel bad or you think you could have done better or you start judging yourself or you're freaking out about what should I do next? I don't know what to do next. So if you are all or nothing or if you get anxious about your performance and you start judging yourself and you get guilty about it, those are signs, those are side effects, ladies, that there are one too many vices that you've given control to in your life. Okay, and the very, very last side effect that I want to bring attention to, and this is, tends to be pretty uh, across the board here, and this is overthinking. Who would consider themselves either an overthinker or an overanalyzer, right? You think yourself into a problem. You think yourself into fear. You think yourself into inaction, right? So something happens, and it, and it could have been nothing of consequence, nothing at all but you think about it so much that now you've built it up to be a problem. And then you think about it some more, and this, 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 what was not a problem is now a big, big problem. And this big, big problem, you don't know how to, um, you don't know how to even begin to tackle it because you've built it up to be so large in your mind. And then because it's so big, you don't know where to start. And because you don't know where to start, you don't start. And then that's the cycle of inaction. So if you find yourself thinking a lot, and either not knowing what to do or not acting because 
it's too much, that is also a sign that you have some type of vice, okay? Some type of vice. Now, um, what happens is, you know, we get dependent on these things. Um, and, and the funny thing, ladies, is usually these vices, usually the ones I'm talking about, these everyday ones, usually they were used for good, right? You know, we usually drink coffee. We got turned on to coffee because we wanted to boost in energy, right? And then it gave us energy. And we're like, awesome, this is great. What a cool little tool I found. But then when they cross the line between useful and advice is now um, you need that thing to feel normal. You need that thing to bring you to a normal state, right? So instead of coffee giving you that extra boost, now coffee just makes you feel normal in your day. You see what I'm saying, ladies? So the thing that was used as a benefit was now overused, misused, too much power, too much control, and now it's not even doing the thing that it was supposed to do in the first place, right? So what that means is we have to be more flexible with using these things. The reason we use them is because there are benefits, but the benefits disappear when they become the must, when it becomes the, the thing that brings us up to normal, right? So that means um, you have to cycle through these things. You have to be on and off these things. You can't have these constantly in your life because now you are keeping yourself in a state of weakness. Something can change on the flip of a dime if that one thing doesn't go according to plan, right? And if you want to be consistent, if you want to learn discipline, if you want all of these things, right, which is what we do and we want all those things to be successful in a weight loss journey, you need to be cycling through things because if you've been on this journey long enough, you know it is not smooth sailing. It's just, it's not, right? And it never will be. We can't expect that and that's totally okay. But if it's not smooth sailing, how have you mentally prepared yourself to handle those things? And the answer is usually we haven't prepared. We haven't thought about those things, right? We, we know that if we do this, we'll feel good. If we do this, we'll feel good. But what if we can't do that? How can we produce these feelings and these outcomes all by ourselves? And it's only through practice and it's all only by removing the thing that you've been relying on for that thing. And then incorporating it again, randomly, sporadically for short bursts and then taking it out, right? It's like when the pandemic hit and I remember when I had to transition our gym online and there's about, let's say 50% of the people were like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll do online for now, right? Online workouts and things like that. And then the other 50% of the people, they were like, you know what? Online workouts aren't for me. I'm just going to wait for gyms to reopen, right? That is another example of a crutch I'm trying to demonstrate to you, right? By saying those things, online workouts aren't for me. What have you done? You've now put the responsibility on gyms to reopen for you to be fit and get healthy, to stay active, to get your activity in. You're now giving the power to the gyms. And guess what? The gyms have closed, what, a hundred times? <laughs> closed and open, closed and open, right? Where if we realize that we cannot have these definites, these finite uh, sayings, and we can't have these crutches that are going to completely shut off opportunities for us, we're going to be stuck, we're going to be rigid, we're going to be inflexible. And guess where those people are now? Those people who said that they can't do online workouts, guess where they are now? Some of them finally gave in and realized, uh-oh, I better, I better get used to it, right? And the other half, guess what they're still saying? I'm gonna wait for gyms to reopen. 
And I've gone back and I've checked. And guess what also has happened? They've gained more weight. They've barely been active. Barely. They don't get any steps. They sit all day because we work from home. That's their vice. What is your vice? Where is yours hiding? What is keeping you inflexible? What is keeping you rigid? What is sending you off when it doesn't go your way? What is it? You need to first identify it, ladies, if you want to get the control back and be able to produce it on your own. Because you have to be flexible and your world can't come to an end when something doesn't go your way. When you don't lose the weight that you want by the time you want. When you know your vacation lasted longer. When somebody stayed over at your house and they brought food in, right? Things will not go as planned. And how are you preparing for that, right? How can you loosen the grip of those vices? And a lot of the times it starts with how you're speaking. It starts with how you're speaking. So, so if, if, if there was someone to come up to you and said, explain your day, explain your day routine to me, what would you say? How would you explain it? What words would you use? How would you form the sentences? And how would you talk about the things that you do throughout the day? How would you talk about it? Would you say, I need to get this done. This helps me do this. This is responsible for this. I should do this because I know that this causes this. So, so as a little, like as a little exercise, when we get off this call, go explain your day to somebody and talk about, and you can record it and listen back. Where are your vices hiding? What are you relying on, your, relying on in your day that's gonna come bite you in the butt? It's going to, and if we don't fix these ladies, like I talked about those three side effects, it's going to increase that all or nothing mentality, which you will never be successful in your weight loss journey and health journey if you stay stuck in the all or nothing mentality, right? Because if every time something doesn't go according to plan, you have to stop everything, you will always end up right back in the same place. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Very exhausting, very frustrating. So we can't remain there, right? There always needs to be some type of improvement. When things don't go to plan, you can't be completely ruined or completely crushed. you got to do something one step forward. The guilt and the anxiety, right? If you're not learning and practicing how to create these good emotions by yourselves internally, like with your internal dialogue, right? With how you set up your environment, does it promote these things? Then you're always going to be upset when you don't do well, right? When you have a failure, you will be upset at the failure. Instead of objectively, objectively being like, okay, this is why it happened. This is what's going to change going forward. A failure does not have to completely ruin your entire week. Every time you screw up, you do not need to say, I will start next Monday. Or I will start after Christmas. Or I will start in, in the new year. Right? And that, again, there was some type of vice and crutch that you were holding on to that made you inflexible. And so you can't handle this stuff when life, when life goes off the rails, you have not prepared yourself to accept it. And it just starts with thinking about it. It just starts with, hey, maybe that's a possibility. And how can I change how I think about this so that that is not the reason that I get thrown off, right? Saying I'm not going to do online, online workouts. You know, just by removing that, now you've removed the fact that workouts might be the thing that throw you off. Right? And that's going to be looking through ladies because whether you're just starting your journey or you're well into it, we have these preconceived notions, 
right? We, it's, it's so funny. That's why coaches are so important. They can see your weak spots. They can see your blind spots um, where either you didn't know where they were there to begin with or you even thought you already overcame, right? That's another side of things. We thought we were doing good, but oh, you need a second look, but hey, look at this, right? That's why this is important. And I think that's where this applies to a lot of you. You know, we think we're good here and we're not good here, right? If I were to ask you, what's the one thing stopping you from losing weight? What would you say? Think about it. And then that's the thing that takes up all your attention. And that's the thing you think you have to focus on. But almost always, that thing you said is a side effect of something else. And if you weren't told that, you'd be wasting your time and energy trying to fix what you thought was wrong when really it's something else, it's something deeper. And it usually always comes back to, you know, where are the vices here? What's holding you back? What's making you so rigid that you fall off and you say, screw it all until you gain all the weight back or till you plateau? Because that's everybody's cycle. That's everybody, mine included, mine included. I had to lose weight probably 10 times, probably 10 cycles or more in my life of gaining, losing, gaining, losing, gaining, losing. Because every time I tried a new journey, I was starting from scratch again because I waited so long to be re-motivated. I waited so long for everything to be perfect again. I waited so long for those vices to create the ideal outcome that I wanted. Right? If I wake up at this time, if I have my shake at this time, if I have my workout at this time, if I have my coaching call at this time, if I go to bed at this time. And structure is important and routine is important. But you need to ask yourself, ladies, you know, is this benefiting me the way that I thought it would in the beginning? Or do I need to do that just to have a normal day, not even an exceptional day? Do I need to have these things just to bring me back up to normal level? That is the clue for you to say that's not helping you anymore, right? You need to ask yourself where that is. Are you, are you too strict? Are you too hard on yourself in an unproductive way? Have you been holding on to something, right? Because we question all of our beliefs except the ones that we don't. And those are the ones that we never question. Those are the ones we didn't even know were there and needed to be questioned. That is what I'm talking about, ladies. That is deep. We question all the beliefs except the ones we don't. So now, you, now you, you know, you're a practical thinker. You, you, you analyze. We know why we feel certain ways. We know what we need to do next. But there's an extra layer here. Start questioning the things you've never even thought to question. Because those are the things we hold on to the most. Those are the things we don't want to change. Those are the things we refuse to change. Those are the things we think don't need to change. But oftentimes, the places where we're not looking is where it's all hidden, where all the answers are. And I want to just bring light to that today. I want to bring light to that. Where are your vices? What's a crutch? What benefited you but has no longer benefited you and you haven't decided to question it since? Where are you being stuck? Where are you being rigid and inflexible? And where have you put too much control on this needing to happen for you to function normally, for you to be successful on your weight loss journey, for you to get up and do a workout, X, Y, and Z, fill in the blank. Okay, ladies? So take that. Um, we are our own self-fulfilling prophecy.
We are our own self-fulfilling prophecy. What you say will happen, will happen. What you say you will do, you will do. If you describe your character traits with I am blank, I am blank, you are those things. You are your own self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You ever hear those people who say, why does, why does shit always happen to me? And guess what happens? More shit, right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Be careful how you speak and be careful how you're acting day in and day out, ladies. Pay attention. Uh, take all this. Analyze yourself. See where those vices are. And then just see how can we cycle them? How can we get the control back a little bit? How are there other internal ways to produce the same outcome? Um, because we really need to be as flexible as possible. Just mentally, we need to be okay with what happens next. So think about what you would not be okay with. What if, what, if X happened, what would, what would throw me off? What would I not be okay with? And now you need to say, okay, how do I become okay with that? Identifying it, thinking about it, and getting rid of the vices that you think are the ones preventing that. So really think about that, ladies. You deserve to have a flexible mind. You are like the wind. Your identity is fluid. You are whoever you want to be today, and that can change tomorrow, and that is the beauty of it. You are never stuck with who you are or, or what you do. You can always change. Don't forget that. You always have the power, okay? Check your vices, and I would love to hear about them. I'd love to hear what maybe you never questioned before and you're now questioning um, or something that you always knew was there and you're finally ready to tackle it.